Okay, everybody, welcome to the Ask Robert J. Russell radio show and podcast. Uh, my special guest today is Debbie Cumming Cunningham, coming in from beautiful Texas. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning. How are you today? I'm good. I love the ground glasses. Ah, thanks, I'm groovy, huh? <laughs> so are you working at your office today? I am. And where is your office located? I am in beautiful San Angelo, Texas, about 100 okay. miles east of Midland, Odessa. Okay. And also about 100 miles southeast of Abilene. So maybe that helps people figure out a kind of better perspective of where I'm located. Okay, right. And um, so tell me, how long have you been in the insurance business? I've been in the business officially since 1995 when I opened my first office. But I worked in the insurance-related field when I, uh, in my previous career with what was at the time GTE. We worked in the employee benefits section doing pensions and their group health policy coverage. And why did you decide you wanted to, to do to sell insurance? Well, after I left GTE, my career took me to uh, work for the local hospital, Shannon Medical Center. And at that time, my position was uh, employer liaison. So I worked between our uh, in-house partnership with uh, HMO Blue, which is a Blue Cross Blue Shield product, and um, the Shannon Hospital. So my job entailed traveling about a 10-county perimeter of San Angelo, marketing the HMO Blue product. And my problem was my job involved getting the employer interested in the product and then matching them with an agent that could actually go out and sell and deliver the product. Uh, my problem at the time was getting agents to be uh, proactive enough to take the lead and actually work it. So after several months of being a road warrior and not getting a lot of, uh, I guess, instant gratification with the uh, broker community, I decided, hey, I can do that part myself. So right. I just decided I'd do that. So I got licensed uh, after having about 10 to 15 years experience with the terminology and the insurance premises. I just decided I could do that. And um, so I first started out doing group benefits, health particularly, life, group life and ancillary products. And then I decided diversification was the key to success. And that's when I added uh, the property and casualty lines to my portfolio. So how many states are you licensed in? Currently just Texas. Okay. And um, was there like a very deciding factor that made you decide to get in the insurance business? I mean, was there something that just said, I've got to do this? Well, I liked it. I, I'd been in it for so long. Um, and on the, really the consumer assistance in that not so much the marketing when I was at DTE that's what we did we helped them get claims paid and it was a very gratifying uh, experience so I felt like it was a natural uh, progression of my experience and I really liked working with the employer market as well because um, even though the insurance business is very competitive I found out that a lot of agents are not as quick to respond as maybe they needed to be so I was going to change that. My philosophy was answer the phone, make the call, do whatever it takes to put the business in position. And sure, you win some, you lose some, but being responsive to people has worked out good for me my entire career. 
So what do you mostly sell right now? It's pretty much a, still a diversified mixture. I do predominantly auto and home, uh, but I still have a, a pretty large book of group health accounts. And now that I have a plentiful market that's competitive, my main goal is to go back to all those group accounts and try to write their commercial lines as well. Right, and there's so much you can do from group insurance. Yes, uh, each one of those employees has a house and car and Oh yeah, key man, everything. I mean, there's yes. so much you can do. I started doing group insurance when I first started and that just opened up so many doors. Yes, we do. We've had to over the years deliver a couple of large death benefits, not related to the group plan, but we've also had to take several phone calls from uh, employees, spouses, wanting to know if there is something, hoping there is something. And a lot of times there's not. The employer right. wanted to save those 10, $15 a month you know, and I don't always understand it, but a lot of times having to tell them no, unfortunately there's nothing out there, then, you know, it's pretty disheartening. Um, I want to play a little game. Are you, you like games? Sure. Okay, so here's what we're going to do. Um, I'm going to say a word, and I want you to tell me the first word that comes to your mind, but I want you to keep it insurance-related. So okay. there's a little twist. It's got to be insurance related. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm, then we're going to see how fast you are at this. Okay. Family. Life. Death. Funeral. Hearse. Funeral. Health. Security. <laughs> Prescriptions. High cost. Business owner. Liability. Car. Hail. What? Hail. Hail. Oh, hail. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot Texas. There's a lot of hail. Yeah. Um, roof. Replacement. Replacement cost. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's the first word. <laughs> yes. Hopefully it's yes. You don't want to tell anybody no. You don't have replacement <laughs> cost. You'll have to leave town if you do. Uh, disability. Insurance. Um, hold on, there was another word that I had in mind. Uh, Medicare. Affordable. Senior. Final expense. Mm, interesting. Okay. How'd you like that game? Was that tough? I like that game. Okay. You want to do it again? No, sure. <laughs> no, I don't want to do it. I haven't had but one cup of coffee, so I did pretty good. Oh, yeah, you did real good. Um, so when people go to your website, tell me the name of your website real quick. www.dabbyins.com. Okay. And I've looked at your website. you got a great website. I love your website. Thanks. It's very to the point. It's very easy to manage. Um, if somebody were looking for, say, car insurance, how difficult would it be for them to go to your website and get a quote? Do they have to enter all this crazy information? Um, tell me what's involved if somebody wants a quote on car insurance. We have several different options. We can have just a contact us form that they can put in their name, address, email, however they prefer to be contacted. We also have do your own quote, consumer facing portals. So they, they want to sit there and figure out how to do their own quote and not talk to an agent. They can do that. Is that and hard to I, do? It takes a lot of time. Most okay. people don't want to do it. So when you say a lot of time, how much time is involved? 
just the amount of time to key in. You got to go find your VIN number. You got to look at your insurance policy to figure out what kind of coverage you want. So it does take considerable, not, not actually keying it all in, but gathering all the info to put it in correctly. And most people I've, I've talked to have no idea when I ask them that, what coverage they have. So I usually do a combination when I do a quote, I do the state minimum and then I do several uh, limit sets that are higher. And uh, I found that the 500, 100, 500 is even cheaper than the lower limits sometimes with one of my carriers. So it's an easy sell when you can sell more for less. So how and many companies way, can you quote in for car insurance? As many as I can put in my rater. Which is about how many? Unlimited. Okay. I don't quote that many because there's some predominant uh, carriers. I've found that Nationwide, Safeco, Dairyland, and uh, State Auto are the primary ones that I use currently. Okay. So on homeowner's insurance, what would somebody be looking for um, when they want to quote on homeowner's insurance? What's the most important thing for them to consider? The coverage amount and the fact that they want enough to actually replace their dwelling, not just what they paid for it. A lot of people get market value and replacement costs totally confused. And I have seen people that get a cheap quote and then they find out later, well, yeah, you got it cheap because it was an actual cash value policy. And by the time they get hit with depreciation and deductible, they don't have enough to fix that roof or, you know, whatever the problem might be. Or, or another common occurrence in San Angelo is people don't understand that rising water is not covered by a homeowner's policy. They think that if it came out of the toilet, that it's a part of the homeowner's coverage. So you've got a loan officer that sent you a lead. Um, they've got somebody that's fixing to close on a loan. The loan is for 270, but yet the house was appraised at 325. Yes. What are you going to do? I'll tell them that replacement cost is, and a lot of times our replacement cost, depending on if it's a new structure or an older structure, sometimes we have to beef it up even to get it to the, the sale price if it's new construction, because a lot of uh, value is placed on the land, but the mortgage lender only cares about that there's enough to meet that loan obligation. So sometimes on new construction with the cost of construction uh, is what it is right now. We have to actually go in there and increase some of the features of the home to get it to that contract price. Right. Um, when I have done quotes in the past on homeowners insurance, I see some of these insurance brokers that are lowballing people. Yes. And they're doing less than 50% of personal property from the dwelling. We so see that real often. Like 30. So in other words, uh, if the house is 100,000, they normally should get 50,000 on personal property. I've yes. seen some brokers that are putting like 30,000, 25,000 on contents. How do you address that situation when you're looking at somebody who's low, looking for the cheapest rates possible and they're looking at a quote for less than 50% on, on personal property? That actually has happened a lot. Um, the company I used to work for would traditionally have an agent send out, I can insure your home for X number of dollars. They don't give them the dwelling amount or any amount like that. They just give them the premium. I've actually had customers bring that in and say, why am I paying $1,500 if Joe Schmo over here can do it for 950? Same company, same property. 
Right. And that's when I have to set them, uh, explain to them the process. That was pulled, the rates that he insured did that quote for was no doubt the amount listed as the property value on your tax evaluation. That's the only place he could get that is through the tax of, uh, property site. And I try to explain to them then the difference. A lot of properties in San Angelo, it's probably not unique, but the, the tax appraisal office does not go in and reevaluate properties every single year. In fact, there are some neighborhoods where there hasn't been a lot of sales activity that the properties haven't been reevaluated in probably 10, 15 years. So you might have a house that's market value replacement cost at over a million dollars, but it's they're giving them a quote based on a value that's 10, 15 years old. So it's what, part of the education process. What about these, these uh, insurance agencies that are quoting an HO8 when it should be an HO3? Well, most of the time, if it's a new purchase, your, your mortgage lender is not going to let that go, but we still have some cash buyers. And so that's not your um, line of defense. You don't have that line of defense unless you're using an attorney. So, and a lot of people think they're saving money by not using a real estate broker and they find out. They also find out that they didn't have a survey done. So a lot of times there's boundary issues that come up after the fact. I think the thing that's helped me in the PNC world is that I do have a real estate license. Definitely. Um, I have a real estate license in Texas and I'm selling PNC in Texas. So I understand probably more than realtors yes. of what actual value should be. Yes. Where a lot of realtors have no clue. They don't even know what a deductible is. Right. That's true. I ran across that a lot. Um, so talking about realtors that you deal with, do you get a lot of business from the realtor community? Uh, not right now. Um, Partially because a lot, it's in, back to education. A lot of them don't realize that I'm no longer with Farmers Insurance Group. And I have quoted several of them in the past. And we were so out in left field that it wasn't, it was, you know, not even feasible. But now that I'm with Safeco, part of my pro, uh, marketing is through Facebook. And I have added a lot of uh, fellow realtors and hopefully eventually. You know, you still have some in a small town like San Angelo, a lot of them are feel like maybe you're double dipping by doing insurance and real estate. And so there's a little uh, competitiveness there. I don't know that I'll ever break through that wall, but that's a challenge I've got. Right. Um, looking at the lender community, mortgage lenders, loan officers, mortgage bankers, mortgage brokers, um, are you reaching out to them um, for them to call you? whenever they've got a home loan that they're dealing with for quotes? No, I gotta be honest, I haven't done that and I need to, it is something I need to do. Um, talking about homeowners insurance, when you're talking to somebody about homeowners insurance and let's say that they're um, insuring their house for say 500,000, uh -huh. do, do you bring up life insurance into that yes. conversation while you're talking to them about homeowners insurance? Yes, and um, EasyLinks, my rater and my client management system has made it even easier to remember because they have the back nine link on my quote page. Right. So, so tell me how that works for the average uh, person. Okay. Usually when I do the, the quote for the homeowner's policy, I automatically email them the live quote at the same time. And how do people 
perceive that, that you're kind of giving them more than what they asked for? That's kind of a new feature. And I like it being on autopilot because usually we all have so many things going at one time. We forget the life portion. Right. Now, a lot of times our younger buyers don't think they need it. They don't realize the advantage. They say, I've got a lot of other insurance. So, you know, it's still not an easy sale. It's not a slam dunk. Everybody right. that's young thinks they're bulletproof. Oh, yeah, true. Mm -hmm. um, oh, my God, I had a good question for you, and I forgot already. Lost it? I did. I, I lost it. Um, going back to the life insurance portion, you know, a lot of people think that they don't need the coverage. They're not going to die. They're invincible. Um, you know, they're Superman. How do you deal with people that tell you, I'm going to hold off on that right now. I don't need it. I'm trying to close on a home loan. Let's do that later. What would you tell somebody who gives you that objection? I try to relate to them some of my past experiences. You know, I have a lot of people that call me for life insurance, but unfortunately they've waited until they have several diagnoses that they're dealing with and taking a lot of medication. I had a young, well, not a young lady, but she's a, uh, 62 called me the other day for health uh, life policy the problem is she'd been to some website and thought she could get it for 18 dollars a month and i said well that's that may be i can't tell you it's not true but was that for three thousand dollars of coverage or something yeah it has to be it would have to be at her age you know but a lot of these tv ads tell you promise you you know guaranteed coverage but they don't elaborate so anyway i said well go ahead and check it out it was something through aarp which I'm a member of too. So I went to the same site and quoted it. So I knew what she told me couldn't have been correct. But I explained to her and I said, if, if that doesn't work out, call me back. Well, she called me back last week and uh, she's got several major issues and a lot of expensive medication. So I did some of the other quotes for her and she was going to come in, but she was too sick to come that day. But the problem is by now, uh, she's got all those diagnoses. Uh, issues and medication. So we're looking at uh, probably a graded life plan. And I told her it would be Explain nice. Explain to people what a graded life plan is. A graded life is a guaranteed issue. There's no medical exams. You answer a few questions. And if you survive the first two years, it pays the face amount. If you don't survive the first two years of the policy, they will pay you back or your beneficiary back the amount of premium plus a nominal interest rate, interest fee you've accumulated. And a lot of times, you know, it's not enough to, to pay for a burial, but it is enough to pay for like a, a cremation or, so it's not, it's no money lost. And if that person does survive the first two years, then it will pay the face amount. So for some people that have chronic illness uh, codes, not, it doesn't have to be uh, affect their, I mean, not immediately affect their mortality, but their chances are not as good as someone who doesn't have that diagnosis. So the rates are going to be higher. You know, you, you see a lot of insurance companies that are offering bundle quotes. You get your homeowner's insurance and you put your car, it's going to be cheaper. How do yes. you feel about bundling? Well, it's always good. Most of, in fact, most of the business I write, I don't <laughs> write just the auto or just the home. I've got some carriers that will do one or the other. But most people want and expect to be able to put them all at one place for simplicity. So being able to add life to the policies, you know, 
it makes sense to have it all in one spot. I remember years ago, State Farm was after me big time. Um, and I was getting real close to going with State Farm. And I decided at the last minute not to. And I asked him, and one of the main reasons is I called the guy who was my insurance agent for car insurance and homeowners. This is before I got my PNC license. And I said, tell me what you know about State Farm. He said, State Farm is, is a great company. He said, but their rates are so high. How yes. in the world are you going to compete against independent agents? I said, if you're paying, he goes, if you're paying $2,800 a year with State Farm and you can get it through somebody like Safeco for $1,800, why do you think somebody's going to want to pay $2,800 a year? And that was the deal breaker for me. You know, just by him breaking that down for me, it made yes. me realize that just because you've heard of a company doesn't mean that they're the best. And I tell, and I tell people now, usually some of the best companies to go with are the ones you've never heard of. Sure. Because they're not spending premium on advertising. Yes. And that's what people need to understand is that going with a company like Dairyland, Safeco, Nationwide, um, those companies don't spend a lot of money on advertising. That's how they can keep their costs down. When I was with farmers, we did a hefty surcharge on people over 70. I mean, it was significant. And last week I was able to ride a 93 year old. She's very active, very, uh, she's very um, alert. I'm sure she's a good driver because she was an astounding woman. But we wrote her auto and her home and saved her $1,293 a year. That's, That's big for a 70 yeah. year old. Yeah. Oh, she was 93. Yeah, 93. That's even, yeah. Yeah. But still, you know, being on a fixed income, yes. um, probably just Social Security, maybe retirement. The average on uh, when I move anybody from a standard carrier like State Farm, Allstate, or Farmers, has been about a thousand dollars annually that I save them. What I think is interesting is that um, Allstate is one of the companies that I'm now quoting with. Oh, they, really? They've opened it up to the independent agents because yes. I guess the brick and mortar buildings aren't doing as well as the independent agencies and i yes. just and i there's a place that i go to every day and um, right next door is an all-state building and i went in and i said just for curiosity i said i have an insurance agency how much are you paying for rent here and he said i'm paying six thousand a month six thousand a month yeah. to sell with state farm now i work out of my house and I can sell with State Farm. Same thing he's selling without having to pay the 6000 a month rent. Right. It's insane that these people think um, that they need an office to sell insurance. Some carriers require that you have a storefront. Oh, I know. Like Safeco is one of them. I don't, I didn't know if they'd changed. They can't really hold you to that anymore because they've sent all their employees home. Right. Work from home. Right. And they told me that they're not going to renew their lease on a lot of their commercial buildings for that reason. That's going to be their, their game plan from now for the foreseeable future. See, I'm thinking, um, in fact, one of the videos that I made on YouTube 
was my 2020 predictions. Uh -huh. um, and I'm already seeing, I made this back in March, and I'm already seeing these predictions that I made are coming true. One of the predictions that I have is that these retail places that have had businesses in retail will eventually, instead of uh, shutting it down and tearing that building down, if they were smart, what they would do is they would turn it into housing, uh, make those buildings apartments. I mean, up. we have a commercial, um, it was built originally to be a retail about 500 feet from my office. And it wasn't, it wasn't filling up. It's, it sits off the road so far that it wasn't, it didn't have good visibility. That's exactly what they did. They went in and turned it into short-term rentals and it's been full. And they're making income off of it. Yeah, instead I mean, of it it makes, vacant. It makes absolutely no sense to have a building that's been vacant for years, not receiving any income from it. Um, in fact, there was an office right off of, right by the beach that I was looking at. And I was, uh, so I called the owner of this office and I said, how much is your rent? And he told me, I said, would you consider a less rent? And he said, no. I said, so since I've been here, which is almost four years in Panama City Beach, Florida, this place has been vacant. You would rather it be vacant than take half the rent of what you're asking. He goes, yes. I said, dude, you're brilliant. Well, not only are they not getting any rental income, it's higher insurance rates because it's vacant. Right, because it's unoccupied. Exactly. Yeah. So. Exactly. And um, I don't know what the city does, but here for a while in San Angelo, I think they've changed it. They were charging you less on taxes if it was rental income. I don't know what they do when it's vacant. So let's, let's go into the taxes situation here. Um, a lot of people don't realize that benefits from life insurance proceeds are not taxable. Have you ever come across that where somebody will ask you, well, if I take out a million dollars, do my heirs have to pay taxes on that? Do, does that question ever come up to you? Uh, not really. No. In fact, when I delivered a $2 million death benefit, um, people will react weirdly sometimes. Um, her husband was a physician and took care of everything, insurance, home, everything. And when he passed, she, was, she took over everything. And immediately she changed her CPA, her financial planner, and her insurance agent. You know, usually that, that brings loyalty, but it didn't work in that case. Who something knows the background? Something must have happened that she didn't like. Well, no, this happened immediately after she got her money. Wow. I think she was just distrustful because her husband, he, there was more going on in the background. I don't even know why. Right. For him to have committed suicide, there was a lot of stuff going in the background that nobody knew. One thing I've learned, there's three sides to every story. His That's side, true. her side, and the real side. True. Probably <laughs> true. Well, Debbie, we are almost out of time. If you would, for the people that are watching this video and on YouTube and will hear it on the podcast, Tell everybody your name, telephone number, email address, uh, website, how they can reach you um, to buy lots and lots of insurance from you. All right. Uh, again, my name is Debbie Cunningham. I operate in San Angelo, Texas. My website is www.debbiecins.com. And my uh, email is Debbie 
at debbiecunninghaminsurance.com. Groovy. Well, Debbie, thank you very much. Um, have a great day today. And um, when those millions of income start coming in, just remember the, the peasants like Robert Russell. <laughs> gotcha. Who taught me everything I know. <laughs> All right. Have a great day.